So hi guys, how are you? We are brought here today to talk about the misfiles. Today we're going to enlighten you on some things about how we feel. Um, the society is ran and foremost and today we have Dayton as our guest and we also have Aubrey. So Dayton, why don't you, um, you know, introduce yourself to, you know, the fans. Our viewers, um, <laughs> our millions of fans. <laughs> hi, my name is Dayton. Um, I use they, them pronouns. I uh, am a self-identified, um, hold on, let's do this, uh, <laughs> Marxist feminist, I believe is the term. Um, okay. Anti-capitalism, yay. Oh. Um, and we're here to give some opinions. Okay, and... Okay. Um, my name's Aubrey. I use uh, they, she pronouns, or any pronouns, but not just one. And... Uh, I am an acting major, and that's all. And I am your interviewer, Nanaya, <laughs> and I go by the pronouns of she, her, and I'm just me. So don't try to identify me as nobody else. Period. So let's, you know, enlighten our interviewers um, by some things, by four males. Um, You know, today's society, you know, it's not ran by, you know, so many women, you know. We, yeah struggle with you know the whole idea that you know men is so empowering and such in the senator but you know women don't have that role as far as being important so um yeah. let's start with dating um mm -hmm. i have a question for you um by any chance let me know what do you feel you know what does feminist mean to you or feminism mean to you any uh, chance since you are a feminist oh goodness i would say uh feminism to me first and foremost is about equality and like real equality you know not like uh the f kind of i don't want to say fake but almost performative kind of equality that we see a lot in society today where uh, you know especially like big corporations will typically you know, try to take a a fun social stance of we we are feminists and we support feminism and uh that just means that they like maybe hire a couple more women into their company but not into like higher paid roles or I don't want to say roles that matter because I think that a lot of roles in companies matter but into typically the higher up roles uh, those are typically still held predominantly by cishet white men um, so women people of color I think a lot of uh, minorities need to be incorporated into a lot of things I mean I hate saying just society in general but I mean, but hey, let's be real. It's say, society. It's the really, world we grew up in. It's, it's <laughs> everywhere. The problem is everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's there's an issue. And uh, to me, feminism is tackling those issues, taking a real stance, and actually trying to make active change um, on those issues, and not just going like, "Yeah, I respect women," <laughs> you know, or being like, yeah. "Sorry, I was about to say something." Uh, redacted. Redacted. <laughs> Um, but yes, um, actually, like I said, actually take, like tackling those issues and, um, actually trying to make some real change and not just saying that you support women and support people of color. Dayan basically speaks about change. Um, and you see, she explains, you know, basically what feminism means, feminism means to her, um, in a few words or so, or however you feel, um, how do you expect, and from her perspective, like do you think that you know feminists change the world for you know minorities or like young children in society do i think that they it, they have yes oh, i mean clearly not um if all those problems are still there and you know not fixed yet um i think 
that obviously there are steps that are being taken by certain groups that are good and the steps that we need to take and start taking, but I don't think that, I mean, anything's anywhere close to where it needs to be at all. Okay, so since you strongly feel that way, and one word, describe feminism. Well, see, when you ask me that, I wonder what, which of those categories of feminism are you referring to? that I mentioned. <laughs> Plot twist, we ask you the question. <laughs> Thanks that you asked that question, because, you know, that is important, even though I'm the interviewer, but that's fine. I can, you know, incorporate, you know, some insight as well. Um, so you're asking basically, you know, which topic I'm speaking about, so let me give you a topic. Um, how about we focus on, like, gender equality? Sounds good. In terms of gender equality, I think we as a society are making some steps um i think that obviously there's always going to be more to do as there always is but in the past we can say couple decades things have sped up quite significantly mm -hmm. in comparison to decades before and that's always a good thing but i still think that i mean just because like a couple things get changed that's you know doesn't mean that we stop and are like, okay, that's all good, because it's not. Okay. All done. Sounds good. Alright, so Dan, by any chance by you just being a feminist in, you know, the world society, sorry to say, I know you don't really like it, but that's just the world we live in. Um, how do you feel um, feminists are being viewed to, you know, from the outside world? Oh boy, I have a lot of opinions on this. Um, <laughs> I think that the predominant view of feminism especially in like younger generations like younger millennials gen z and the people that are in that like weird kind of in between generation zillennials if you may um tend to view feminism more positively and more um as what it is you know as trying to create social change and trying to bring equality for you know, all, uh, pretty much all minority groups. I mean, obviously it depends on the feminist group a little bit. It varies. Um, but typically it, it's, it's usually for all minority groups. Um, but I think that a lot of <laughs> boomers, um, a lot of older generations, uh, the baby boomers, Gen X, that kind of stuff, um, those kind of people, sorry, uh, typically view feminism as more of kind of just women complaining I think is a lot of what they think it is it's just us being angry and just being mad and I think that that's a lot of where the term like feminazi comes from is the feminists who do stand up for their rights and don't back down and don't take anything from anyone and don't let people walk all over them you know why why is it a crime for women to feel empowered why is it a crime for women to finally stand up for themselves and ask the hard questions and have those difficult talks and those right. difficult conversations. I don't understand why that is, in a sense, being almost criminalized a lot in, like, older generations, especially among, again, cishet white men. Um, I don't understand. Well, I mean, I do understand that it's because they feel threatened, but we're not... Uh, as much as we are kind of directly attacking them, we're not directly attacking them. 
you know we're not saying well now you get to be inferior you know that's that's not the point of of true feminism the point is so that we can all stand on the same platform start at the same starting line and get where we're going based solely on talent and skill rather than you know what's the color of my skin what's in my pants which is none of your business anyways you know things that don't matter that for some reason people or we as a society have decided do matter so basically Dayton you know is explaining the fact that you know our voice has an opinion and it does matter what's your intake on that um I completely agree I think especially in the society we live in today everything that we do I mean has an impact on the way that we're going to live our life from I mean we see it even on our phones anything you type in is going to affect them what you see later on your phone Everything that you do, not only the words you speak, are going to have impact. They say a picture's worth a thousand words. They tell us to watch what we post on the internet. Obviously, our voice has an insane amount of reach, whether we use it for good or bad. And it's seen a lot in celebrities, especially with the all the stuff that's been happening in the world and just the craziness that have been going on. There's a lot of... Like, I think about Vanessa Hudgens when the (laughs) pandemic started. (laughs) And she was like, you know, I respect the virus. Which, (laughs) she said, I'm sure she was just, Queen of Coachella wanted to go to Coachella, I'm sure. But, (laughs) (laughs) she, uh, I just, I think celebrities, and of course us, even as little people, can do a lot of things. I'm big. Well, (laughs) you know what I mean, in the sense of social media followings. They don't... uh, Well, first of all, celebrities are not... uh, A lot of times... They definitely purchase their followers, I'm just saying. That too. (laughs) They they, um, aren't really in touch with reality also. Yeah, because someone is basically directing their life for them. Yeah, so they can't see a lot of things that are really going on. So as much as they, like, reach out to help and do all these things... Like, there are a couple celebrities that really do a lot for the community. Like, I can't even remember who I'm thinking of. Um, but there's a couple out there, but then there are some that could use their voice for so many things. Now I can think about it. Um, Yandy Smith. Yes. She's definitely doing a lot for the community because she definitely does community outreach. Yeah. She's, um, she's, I I would definitely say that she's like a bit advocate for like feminists and stuff like that. But it's the fact that she does that. She's always reaching out to like give back to the community. She's always trying to help out. I mean, I follow her on IG. Mm -hmm. So that's how I know. And also to, I used to, you know, watch Love and Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One of those reality TV shows. But like she branched, you know, her title and everything off from you know reality because you know it was so ratchet and so like corrupted and stuff and she branched up and started doing her own thing mm-hmm. and she does like so much like she's like all about like for example like she did like um i forgot exactly where she was located but she started like a whole um protest for the brianna taylor thing mm. she started a whole protest for um what is that man's name? The one that, that said, like, I couldn't breathe? George Martin. George George, George, George Floyd. George Floyd. Floyd. Sorry, I, I, I was thinking of George <laughs> no, Floyd I'm and Trayvon the, Martin I'm at the same time. from the city that Breonna Taylor was Right, in. so, like, she definitely did protests, and she definitely made sure voices were heard as far as that's for right. that and, you know, all of that, as for her to be an African-American woman. So, like, that's really good. So I do, like, really hear what you're yeah. saying as far as that. On to the next question. 
So for us to, you know, be females and we're a part of like the gay community in a sense, by any chance to either one of you women, um, including myself, I can answer it as well if you guys want me to, are objective to the fact that men could be feminists as well? Or do you guys think that, you know, they are just playing that role for like clout, which means, you know, just for like um, fame or like, you know, views and likes and stuff like that in a sense? I think that... I think that obviously that can be taken in that way. And I think that truly, I think, again, almost like Dayton referenced, any feminism that is performative, I feel like you can see through. Yes. And anything that is almost for clout, like I feel like all those people really are preaching, I think what we refer to in class is white feminism, which is the feminism for straight, cis, white women which is not the point at like really at all it's especially for our BIPOC community our trans community our trans women and a lot of times I feel like that's barely recognized in our main in a mainstream feminist community Mm -hmm. and honestly if I feel like you can see through the performativeness of it and until I see I feel like you can tell when it's genuine almost yeah. is more my point right. and a lot of times frankly they won't straight up <laughs> with being blunt about it a lot of times they only talk about white feminism so like how can you be a real feminist in the first place i don't believe you yeah right. I, I, I agree i, <laughs> I know you're that. going for clout but you're not doing it very well <laughs> exactly i i agree wholeheartedly i think that the performative, uh, like you said, mainstream white feminism, I think that you can see through very easily because obviously the lens through which they view a lot of feminist issues is very heavily biased and very heavy. It comes from a place of privilege is what it is. It comes from a place of privilege. Mm -hmm. They don't acknowledge the needs of, like you said, of BIPOC community of the LGBTQ community and especially trans women in that community, they don't acknowledge the needs or circumstances of any of those people. So they're not, I mean, really it is all, it really all hinges on an intersectional view of feminism. You know, if you're not viewing feminism intersectionally, then you're really only performing feminism for the white majority and it's performing it for the white minority besides getting the white majority with, which like what do to be quite fair, what do we need that we don't have? Exactly. Uh, like, what's the point other than f- for clout? Exactly. If you're not doing what's all the, the other point? things, what's the point yep. if we're only talking oh, about the and white clout people? Clout means bro. fame, you know, popularity. Hey, I, I just I wanted to expand on something else, but I forgot. <laughs> How my do you feel about men being fat? Oh yeah. Oh yes. 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 I okay. So I. <laughs> hold the belief that men can be feminists i, I almost think. think it's essential yes that, i'm that's, that's exactly where okay. i'm going I'm with good, it, yeah. okay, good. is <laughs> i do think that men can be feminists as long as like we've extensively talked about it's not performative i believe that there are men out there that are feminists um it's just kind of few and far between we don't have as many as i personally would like or think that we should um, and I think that it's especially important that we have male feminists because they can use their privilege and they can use the platforms that they are inherently given just by being men to help further feminist missions and feminist goals and you know feminist projects. Because if, if men speak out about it, 
I hate to say it, but people are more likely to listen. If a man is talking, the entire room goes silent. So I, I think it's especially important and I don't want to say crucial because I'm sure we could probably get by without them, but I think that it would put us at a very heavy advantage to have male feminists and to let them use their platform to speak. Okay, but why do you feel as if, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, but, like, you know, for years and years and years, from generations, you know, way before, like, our grandparents, grandparents were being mm -hmm. born, of course, you know, men have taken power in the Senate third, so why can't it be a game changer for, you know, women to have that power? Because at the end of the day, we are in the shadows of men, you know, from from time going on and it's like so like frustrating that's why we have mm -hmm. these movements going forward as far as to where women are trying to take control and like you know get their voice heard or like move forward and like be known yeah. and like for example like you know back in the days like women didn't get the pay get paid like as such you know the same as men or like, well that is true too <laughs> yeah i completely and agree with you but i think like, to get there because everything's run by men, we have to get the men to listen no, to I'm us. I'm so sorry. I can't agree because it's just, it's so, it's like, for so long, the trend has been men, men, men. Yeah. Yeah. And somewhere that cycle has to get broken. No, and, I agree and with you. Even like, you know, like, you know, with certain women in the world who've been trying to like break that cycle, it's like, <clears throat> they don't have the support system because women are too afraid. So yes. it's like, if we had more women who are there to like you yeah, know support but, and not be afraid then yeah like then our voice would be heard don't you think yeah yes. but don't you wouldn't you also say that if we had the support of men the actual support of men for us to take over that then it wouldn't place be of, yeah but then don't you think that it wouldn't be a woman's thing anymore it would be a thing because men are involved I, I understand uh, you understand yeah, what I'm saying yeah, right? no, I see, I definitely I see think your so. point of view 100% because why would we let men invade like it's a woman space? empowerment yeah. so yeah. like we don't we shouldn't not that we need men but men about like we shouldn't want to like have men involved because like you know how we have like women support groups and they have their yeah. own support yeah. groups yeah, or whatever yeah. like even though like you know segregation is still involved or whatever case but <laughs> yeah. it's there for a reason because it's like us women like we're trying to take what's rightfully ours that men have technically sort of kind of in a way have taken from us because we've lived in their shadows so we're trying to create like our own front yeah in a sense for that I, so i i mean i agree i understand like i get what you're from. saying too. yeah because why would we let men like they, invade our space they hear like men more than females so and I do our get voices it. yeah yeah why would we let men come into a space that's meant for women's voices and and that's true but i i think that the true definition of a male feminist and what a male feminist should be is a man who lends his platform to women, especially women of color, especially trans women, because unfortunately the reality of society is that men are still in power. You know, men still have the advantage. They still are at, unfortunately, they're still at the top of the food chain. So it's almost like, chain. So then, okay, that's okay. Like then how do we climb to the food chain? Because we want to be on top of the mountain as them. We want to be seen and equal as men as well. And it's I mean, well, yes, but what it's, we gotta it's, do? We gotta go to the about, gym and work muscle. We gotta take testosterone or oh, something. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, yeah. it's less about cl us climbing to the top of the food chain and more about destroying the, the food, food chain, chain altogether. Yeah, okay. putting us all on the same flat plane of we are all on equal standing I, instead of having a hierarchy system to begin with. I almost think you can compare it. You can compel, 
compare it to the LGBT community. And also, I can, I don't know, (laughs) I think, I can compare it to me as a white person. Okay. Knowing that I don't have a place to speak on any people of color matters, and obviously standing with (laughs) the people of color and being like, go ahead. Listen. Go, go, go. Listen to them. Don't listen to me. Listen to them. Because a lot of people that are ignorant and are racist and are inherently trained to be that way, I guess. But in a way, it's almost to get people to take us seriously for a moment, to Mm -hmm. get our Trojan horse in the door, if you will. It's almost as if, I don't want to say a lot. It's not why. You have to get them to play along with you for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Before you can... Because you can't just overtake somebody. You can, but it's harder. True. It's easier to get them on your to, page. To, like, manipulate a little bit. Which, yeah, sounds yeah. awful. But, I mean... It's... I, I hey. like to think of it less That's as manipulation and more of, like, playing into their biases a little bit to, like you said, get that Trojan horse in the door. Because then once we're in, we can make all that change. We can try to change their opinions. But yeah. oftentimes, people that are bigoted, if you try and brute force your way in, mm-hmm. you're going to be met with... Uh, the resistance of a lifetime and that only creates more discourse and more um just negative views uh, i think almost of like the mission we're trying to push what professor brown's story was today she was talking about her husband in the workplace mm-hmm. if we get a couple more men like that to stop other to be like dude what what are why you doing? did you say that what are you doing it does make the world a little bit of a safer place for women right no matter what, you know. All right, so yeah. you speak about a safe place for women, but what about a safe place for you know the LGBTQ? What do you mean? As far as like how how are like us as ourselves being a part of that community? How are we supposed to be you know and safe enough to you know be out in the world and actually speak and you know not particularly be feminist because you know yeah. not everyone identifies yeah. as feminist yeah. but mm-hmm. how are we able to how are we supposed to be able to like voice our opinions or even just walk freely in the world without like being like destroyed in yeah a sense? yeah i mean obviously i think we should be able to i think everybody should be able to exactly um and it's sad that obviously we can't and that there are so many, so many hate crimes that are happening, right. particularly yeah. after the pandemic, especially and things right. Okay, and particularly and against trans women. So, have you guys ever seen this show, um, Empire? No, I've heard about okay. it. Okay, yeah, so I've you, heard of it. So, have I've you heard about? Um, okay, so one of the the characters on there who and he was in Chicago, wasn't? He? Yeah, he pretended yes. to like you know be like basically like hate crimes, hate crimes yep. or whatever the case may be, and not like he's like arrested and stuff. You never heard? Oh of it? no, yeah. I have yeah. not heard anything about this. Right. That's crazy. And he was like, and and his and the role of um of Empire, he was a gay guy and whatnot, and in real life he's a gay guy and okay. he sat there and he perpetrated to be like hate crimed in a sense or whatever and when things came back you know he was not really hate crime and now he's like doing time for it yeah. and like that's why so they start rolling empire mm, 
okay. Yeah. So and, what's your take on that? Huh. See, I that's hate brazy. that because I feel like it's <laughs> that's my take. I feel like it, <laughs> what's your take? <laughs> that's brazy. That's, <laughs> that's brazy. Yeah. I I kind of hate that uh, for a lot of reasons, um, but <laughs> I think the main one is because I feel like it's it's small isolated incidents like those that bigoted people remember so that they can use that as mm -hmm. fuel to go well this is why i hate the gays and it's like we're not all like that you know what i'm also gonna say that's kind of off in this exact topic but that i've been very angry about recently because i've seen huh. a couple videos about it is transgender women that are yes. white on the subway being screamed at by somebody usually these people are older and they have children with them or yes. they're gay people and they have kids with them yes something of the sort and they yell at them and they're saying you're dressing like that and you came here to steal and assault those children you yes. are taking and the kids are crying because those are their parents um and i feel like that, that is oftentimes the kids are like please stop yeah because i mean though they I mean, can't even comprehend that. They're they're itty-bitty. And I, I was reading, like, a story. It was about particularly two gay men. And they're tiny, I think, 10-year-old and another... Small children. Small child. And they mm -hmm. were, I think, white men that had adopted maybe a little Chinese girl and, I don't know, another kid that was not white. And, I mean, I've seen two separate videos that are kind of of the same sort on the subway. Mm. Um, I think one was in Chicago, of those same things being shouted. And, like, for people to not be able to ride a train in peace is insane. It's disgusting. It's crazy. No, yeah. Because yeah. I'm literally standing here, minding my own business, not bothering anyone, going somewhere. What gives you the right to verbally and publicly, I mean, publicly verbally assault me on a train? Okay. Why? So, because you mentioned that really fast um i have a question for you so what is the difference between someone on a train platform to you this is you know your opinion mm -hmm. it's no like right or wrong answer but what is your take on the difference between a person you know just like preaching like the bible mm -hmm. on a platform different from or the same if you feel mm -hmm. um a feminist basically like protesting in the street do you mean somebody preaching the bible saying because they're, they're preaching the bible as far as like the word they're like, not they're not aggressive okay, and with the whole if they're straight holy cross, up reading the bible but if they're like, if they're, like preaching their, their, real, their, their, their word yeah their religion but then, yeah go like, off do your thing yeah but what is the difference as far as what you think outsiders or even yourselves take from that because you know it's okay for them to do that as long as you know like you said they're like preaching it to themselves or even just preaching it for coins or whatever is, me, well, but it's different when you know a female a feminist well, is protesting in the street for a good cause as well yeah i don't i luckily don't look especially at it gays yeah i luckily don't look at it different i honestly i'm gonna be more usually biased towards somebody that's preaching the bible because i'm not religious and i have like religious trauma in my background and a lot of times when i see those people they're like protesting like you're gonna go to hell da, 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 da. yeah that's what those are the people i thought yeah. you were referring to not somebody actually reading the like you're preaching your faith, do your thing. Just as I believe, 
feminist should be able to go out there and preach your thing. Exactly. It's not the same thing, but just, like, you can go out and say whatever you want, but don't scream at people that they're going to hell. Exactly. For for me, <laughs> I, I don't feel think like that's... they're all that different so long as the... Because, like you said, I, I typically think of when people are going out and preaching the Bible is when they're, like, screaming at people. Like, hate speech. You know, usually, it's usually very derogatory and just very hateful in general. So as long as you're not promoting hate speech and promoting, mm-hmm. you know, these people are bad and this group of people is bad because of some arbitrary reason that I've decided. You know, like, as long as you're not doing that, if you're literally just talking about your religion, again, go off. Like, do your thing. I don't care. Everybody has the right to go talk about whatever they want as long as you're not hurting anybody. I have an interesting question, because it plays off of exactly what you think, but I think it's a little more pointed. Okay. Because I think we're very used to, I'm used to this, at least where I grew up, people knocking on our door asking us to go to their church. But I've not ever had somebody knock on my door preaching activism. I've only ever... And so I feel like, how different would it be for somebody to knock on the door and preach, like, about a protest versus, would you come to my church? Would you come do Mm -hmm. this and that? Because that's really normalized, I think. Some people don't like it, but it's really normal. I've never had it happen to me, but I have heard about it enough that I feel like it's popular enough that people, like, understand. And I feel like that's... I have personally never heard of anybody just coming and preaching their activism to my door. No, never. And I think those, that's just... I mean, mean, I've never had it happen to me either, but I've definitely seen it in movies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's crazy because, you know, a lot of things that happen in movies, they get it from real life or whatever they get from real life, they get it from movies. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. They have never, like, you know, shown that and... That should be a change in the world, because, you know... I mean, don't get me wrong. You really don't want nobody randomly knocking on your door. Yeah. You even get, it's like, Jehovah... You even get, like, Jehovah Witness doing it. Or exactly. Even, but even so, like, you still get, like, flyers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Or, like, come out to church on Sunday, because the yeah. second and third is happening or whatever. Yeah, so, like, like you know... Like, you have yeah. marketers, whatever. Case, but exactly. you're right. Like, you never have, like, anyone knock on your door as far as that to, like, get you to come out and do things. You have to hear from the news and then decide on your own if you want to just, you know, do it or not. Basically, um, you guys heard from, you know, Dayton and Aubrey and myself, Nanaya. Um, I hope you guys, you know, learned some things from us. You guys heard everything that we had to voice for the day. Um, and, you know, if you guys have any questions or whatever, you can listen below at the bottom and we'll be free to answer any of them. Also, if you'd like to leave any comments or anything, the website will be linked somewhere. Thanks. And this is The The Feminist Feminist Files. Files. Thank you very much. We love you. Bye. LGBTQ. LGBTQ. (laughs)